Thanks for joining us for this edition of Hampton Roads Focus. We have a familiar face in the studio this morning, the lovely Maid Marion. <laughs> have you been, Marion? Actually, her real name is Marion Swaim, and she is the volunteer event organizer for Shave to Raise, the St. Baldrick's Day coming up uh, for 2019. And that is headed our way, what, March 2nd? March 2nd from 9 a.m. to 12 noon, and we'll be at the Weston and Town Center Virginia Beach again this year. Yeah, that is such a fun time. If you're not uh, familiar with St. Baldrick's, um, this event supports uh, research into helping children uh, with pediatric cancer Right, it's a childhood cancer research fundraiser, and St. Baldrick's is the largest non-governmental funder of cancer research for children. Wow, and you guys have done some amazing things, and the really fun part, you see it on the news every year, uh, they have folks sit down while they shear their heads. Uh, That's why the Shave to Raise uh, name is in there. You shave your head and raise funds for cancer research uh, for pediatric cancer. It's really a cool event, uh, watching the folks do it and watching the expression on the people. Some people are really sad watching <laughs> the chair as, as they buzz right down the middle, and others are, like, laughing uncontrollably. So <laughs> the, the emotions run the gambit. Right. We have, we have a lot of fun at the event. It is a family-friendly event. We have a lot of our current and former patients there. Uh, some of our physicians shave their heads from CHKD. Uh, like you say, some people are dismayed as they see the hair <laughs> falling to the ground, and others uh, make the best of it and have a really good laugh. Um, so last year we did over 200 heads. We raised about $122,000. Holy cow. Uh, We still kept our goal up for this year at $175,000. We'd like to do $175,000. We've hit that amount, I think, one time in our 16-year history. But we like to set big goals. That's a lot of money. Um, There's uh, lots of ways to help. You can donate to one of our shavies. Uh, You can get to our website. (laughs) Is uh, (laughs) www.hrgoesbald.com. Okay. Easy to hrgoesbald.com. Um, and then and the, another common question I get is, you know, so who's going to shave my head and will they do a good job? We have sports clips there. Right. Uh, for this, this is their second year with us. They are a national sponsor for St. Baldrick's. So you will have a professional who will <laughs> clean your head up for sure in the end. But if you have somebody you want to help shave your head, a lot of times we'll have siblings wanting to shave each yeah. other's heads or Which is not and wives. always the most even job, but right. that's but, why you have But in the, the end, there. a professional will make sure you leave <laughs> looking really good. That's the important part. So. Well, actually, the really important part is raising the funds. Right. Uh, but everybody has just such a blast. And for years, Rick Rumble had hosted that. And now our own Adam has taken over. Uh, he's picked up the... Mantle and was the host last year. I know previously Adam uh, was a shavee yes. <laughs> and and uh, raised funds. And this year he's not only going to be hosting, but he'll be a shavee once more. That's right. And, and he's really grown excited. a lot of hair for this. Right. <laughs> it's really great when, when a fellow's really grown his hair you yeah. know, to the extreme. Everyone gets a really big kick out of that. And we really appreciate Adam's support. And I know Rock Girl usually comes with him. And yeah, we but make she it a doesn't shave her head. She doesn't. But, <laughs> but she supports us and we yeah. appreciate it. And uh, what was it? You had the one anchor uh, with one of the TV stations, and she did a thing to not shave her hair and raised funds yeah, that Crystal way? Yeah, Crystal Harper, the meteorologist okay. with Channel 13, 
is it Channel 13? I think it is. Um, last year, uh, had just recovered from lymphoma. Her hair was growing in, and she raised some money to not shave her head. So that's the other thing I tell folks is if shaving your head's not your thing, your employer won't let you do it, yeah. your spouse isn't on board, you can raise money to have people protect your hair. There you go. You know, so It's kind of like the get out of jail thing right. uh, where they arrest you and mm-hmm. you have to pay the bail. Exactly. And then we also have a lot of people who just raise money by doing different things. We have folks who do independent fundraisers and then donate that money to our event. So we'll take money any way you can get it to us. <laughs> um, but we're happy to also shave your head if that's what you want to do. <laughs> yeah, I ought to get in on that now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, I took the plunge a couple of years ago and uh, went to the barber and went, all right, take it all off. It was just easier. Right. You know, I told Mike uh, my hair right now is kind of short. Um, and last it's year I did than shave. last year. Yeah, last year I shaved my head. Uh, it was the second time I had done it in the history of our event. I did it in 2006. And what was so funny was after I shaved my head, uh, my hair turned gray. Uh, the truth is I had been coloring it for years, had no idea how gray I really was. Um, in fact, Imagine when I shaved, that. It turned gray from being shaved. That's incredible. When they shaved my head, I looked in the mirror and I said to my husband, why is my head sparkling like that? And he said, because your hair is silver, Marion. So um, I've, I've decided this year to keep it short. So I, I really, um, I'm not planning on shaving it again. But last year, I raised almost $12,000. Wow. Um, and probably one of the most moving moments of our event last year. And this is, you know, a little kind of mixed emotions, a little, you know, sad. Is I shaved my head with uh, four other mothers. And those four women had lost their children to cancer. Oh, wow. So um, they are all dear friends of mine, people I met when my daughter went through this this uh, experience. And, um, you know, one of the things that's really great about this event is it brings back our families from many, many years ago. It's like a big reunion. And, um, you know, everybody very focused on trying to do the best for cancer patients today so yeah. that they have good survival rates. Well, and it's such a positive experience um, and fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just brings people together to have fun and raise funding in a positive way. Right. It uh, really. And when I was talking about being arrested and getting out on bail, I meant for charity, <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not for, real life. Not real life. Yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't even remember what the event was, but um, several years ago, mm-hmm. I put myself through that yeah. and I was locked up uh, with my friend Joe Hopple, and right. I ended up in the same uh, cell in the middle of one of the malls, mm-hmm. and we had our listeners had to raise funds in order to bail us out. But right. it was. That was a really good event. Yeah. And uh, this is just, boy, anytime you're working with the Children's Hospital of the King's mm-hmm. Daughters, that is a special group of physicians over there. Right. They are, they are a great team. And, I, you know, I'll say it's, you know, anytime you can do something this positive, you're going to walk away from it feeling really good. Um, and you don't have to raise $12,000. If you raise 50 bucks, you get one of our, you know, limited edition T-shirts and, <laughs> and you, um, you know, move the ball that much further down the field for childhood cancer. So um, we also try to have some other fun stuff at the event. We have a photo booth from Ear to Ear Entertainment. Astro DJ joins us and spins some tunes so that Adam doesn't have to do all the work. Um, We have a photographer, uh, James Slice, uh, comes and does photography. Um, We also have a raffle, and we have usually about 20, 25 raffle prizes, and uh, raffle tickets are... You know, not very expensive, and you might walk away with a really cool set of tickets to the Adventure Park or oh, some free cool. seats to the 
to see uh, the Norfolk Tides. So. Very nice. Sounds like a blessing. And that's in the Weston. Mm-hmm. And what's that website again? HR? HR Goes Bald. Goes Bald. And uh, in the Weston, we're in the Grand Ballroom. Um, we have a nice big space. There's places to sit. We do have some light refreshments available to buy. Uh, because we do this right before St. Patrick's Day, we always have St. Patrick's Day swag you can buy also. <laughs> there and you go. The benefit of that goes uh, to the event. Um, so it's just it's just a very sort of a high energy, a lot of fun kind of uh, get together. Yeah, it, it's everybody I've talked to has had an absolute blast when they've gone out uh, for the St. Baldrick's Foundation um, Shave to Raise event. Mm-hmm. It's just and that is the most wonderful facility. Mm-hmm. We've had a couple of events there yeah. um, with my friend Pastor Paul that I've attended, mm-hmm. and I love that place. Yeah, the Julie Bernheisel, who we work with, she's the manager for catering, and yep. um, you know the Weston donates that space to us, uh, which is a huge win that we don't yes. have to rent space to do the event. And they've been an excellent partner uh, for the last, I think it's been seven years now that we've been there. And that ballroom is massive. Mm-hmm. They they can configure it any way you like, but that's a big facility to right. fill. Yeah. So we have a great time. And, again, that event is coming March the 2nd, uh, 9 a.m. to noon at the Westin in Virginia Beach. And our guest this morning is Marion Swaim. She is a volunteer event uh, organizer for this year's Shave to Raise uh, St. Baldrick's Foundation, uh, the St. Baldrick's Day 2019. Mm-hmm. And uh, good to see you again. Yeah. It's funny, when you got off the elevator, I had to stop and look. because <laughs> I looked a little different. <laughs> well, your hair is a lot shorter. Yeah. And, and plus, you have pretty hair. I mean, you're, <laughs> well, no, your hair. My silver is a good silver. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, some of us are cursed with mouse gray. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing pretty about right. that. Not that I ever had to mm-hmm. dye my hair or anything. Right. Never. <laughs> But uh, no, it's just a a heartwarming event and a whole lot of fun. Now, tell us about the the raffle. Uh, The raffle, uh, the tickets, I want to say, are a dollar a piece, six or five dollars. And then there's usually prizes from a variety of local um, event kinds of places. We usually have Admiral's tickets, Tide's tickets, the Adventure Park at the... um, Museum down by the beach. Uh, we'll oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, goodness, the Marine Science Museum. Marine Science Museum. Thank you, Mike. You <laughs> can see me, like, struggling with, with where, where it was for. Um, then we also get a lot of gift certificates to, like, restaurants and those kinds of things. So it's, you know, it's a nice way to, uh, for a dollar or two donation, you could win something that's worth, you know, up to $100 and uh, certainly, you know, worth that little bit of change out of your pocket. And that's um, open to everyone. That's you open can to just anyone walk who's in there. And, right. and try your luck at the drawing and uh, buy some raffle tickets and hang out. And what we did last year was we kind of set it up like one of those ticket auctions. So you could actually put your tickets in a specific prize that you might win. Oh, cool. Um, and we found that folks like that because you Almost might like not be an adventure auction. park kind of person. Yeah. But, but you certainly want to get, you know. But a golf game of golf would appeal to you exactly. or the other way around. If exactly. you're not a golfer and could care less at the Adventure Park, that actually, that Adventure Park has um, zip lines, zip lines and, and, and things crawling and... along the uh, forest canopy yeah. on 
all kinds of really cool ropes and things. It is a things. pretty cool place. Yeah, so, that's fun. So. And what's great is, you know, so many of the local area businesses have been great supporters of this event, um, and we really appreciate it. We know they probably get tapped constantly for donations, and, um, you know, it's a really good feeling when you go to a business and say, I'm with St. Baldrick's, and they immediately, no questions asked, uh-huh. know they're going to do a donation. So I think that speaks, uh, one, to the credibility of the organization and then to the success that we've had uh, it, for the Hampton Road event the last 16 years so yeah local st baldrick's um the money comes in the money all goes right back out Um. (laughs) that's that but not all charities work like that right right Um, they have a very good uh, high high rating of giving and Um, receiving and probably one of the most important things about our local event is that fifty thousand dollars of what we raise goes back to chkd for their research program and without that um grant that is given to them. It's called an infrastructure grant. Uh, Dr. Eric Lowe, who leads their research, would tell you it would be very hard for them to offer the clinical trials they are able to offer families today. And, um, you know, you see a lot of uh, advertisement about organizations like St. Jude's, excellent organization, but a lot of what St. Jude's does can also be offered locally. And when yeah. you're a, a cancer family that needs support, to be able to be at home is a tremendous thing. Yeah, flying to a destination out of town, even if they're putting you up, it's a strain on the whole family. Right, and St. Jude's does really great things in what's called a phase two trial, which yes. are not offered nationally. But but if it's a, a clinical trial that's out on the NIH website for children, it's a good chance CHKD provides uh, participation in that trial. So I think that's just really a great thing and that we are able to support the local children's hospital with this activity as well as the national uh, landscape of research funding uh, is just, I think, a win-win all, all around. So. And you guys have raised a tremendous amount of funds over the years. Yeah. I, I know we've topped research. $2 million uh, as an event. So, wow. um, you know, the St. Baldrick's Foundation raises about $39 million a year for cancer research. Wow. Um, they've given over $248 million in grants in the last few years. Um, they funded some of the most important pediatric research that has resulted in new therapies. And one of the things you'll hear a lot about uh, pediatric cancer is one, a lot of people say, wow, I didn't even know kids got cancer. Yeah. Uh, 70 children a year in our area will get cancer, will be uh-huh. newly diagnosed. Um, at any given time, there are over 500 children in treatment at the Children's Hospital in Norfolk. That's sad um, to hear. Yeah, it's sad to hear, but it's a reality. But the and reality of that is they have local treatment, and that's wonderful. It is wonderful. And and pediatric cancer hasn't gotten a lot of national funding, partly because it represents a much smaller population than right. adult cancers. The thing that also is complicating is that what we call childhood cancers are really 13 major different kinds of cancer. Right. And each one of those have multiple subtypes. So, so to take the 4% funding we get from the government, that's four cents on a dollar, and stretch that across research for 13 very different kinds of cancers just doesn't go very far. And um, because so that's of that- it. You get 4% and that has to go to all 13 types? Correct. Wow. So that's why an organization like St. Baldrick's, when it was started back in 2004, said, you know, it, the reality of, of government funding, whether you agree with it or not, is numbers. It's yep. how many people are affected by it. And, and I can tell you, unfortunately, there's still a lot more people who have breast cancer and colon cancer and lung cancer. Well, I was just cancer. thinking, and 
if one of those 500 children is yours, that's a tragic event. Right. But when you look at the overall statistics, 500 people being treated in a year, mm-hmm. that is minor compared to all the other forms of cancer right. that adults mm-hmm. end up with. Yeah, and I think but, you know what, what's what's a little bit of a a challenge for those of us who've experienced it personally is you know when you think of what saving a child's life might result in in yeah. terms of their contribution to society uh, your return on that dollar invested is probably far greater than uh, older potentially adults. an older yes. adult the <laughs> exactly. other thing too that is um, you know a lot of people don't realize is kids don't do anything to get cancer right uh, usually Ad- adults it's um, a genetic thing it's, or it's uh, yeah. it's just something went awry and they get it you know people get lung cancer because they smoke right uh, you know Diet has been linked to breast cancer. So, you know, here are these kids who've done nothing wrong, and now they're being stricken with, you know, the most horrible disease you can imagine. And, um, you know, I know we've talked about this in the past. My, this is my passion because I have a child who is a leukemia survivor. Uh, Sarah, my uh, 29-year-old daughter, was diagnosed at 14. She relapsed at 20 and then had a stem cell transplant uh, at 21 and is now happy and healthy and married and a homeowner and working um, in a a charity and in a fundraising job, you know, really doing some good for the world. And, um, you know, so having experienced this personally, uh, it, if you'd asked me 20 years ago, do kids get cancer? I'd be like, meh, I heard about that. I've seen some pictures of bald kids on St. Jude's websites, but, but when it hits home and it's part of your life, it becomes a very different kind of story. Um, the other thing about childhood cancer that, that sometimes folks find interesting is the survival rates vary wi- widely. Mm-hmm. Uh, leukemia has about a 90% cure rate, which is outstanding. It's the that most is. frequently ha- cancer that is diagnosed, and because of that, it's gotten the most research funding. Um, but even with a 90% cure rate, that still means that one in 10 children is going to die of leukemia. Wow. Um, and when you think about that, across all Childhood cancers, one in five will die and not survive, survive their disease. And in fact, cancer is the number one disease killer of children and young adults. I didn't know that. So, um, so it's really pretty imperative. But then there are also childhood cancers like neuroblastoma and DIPG, which is a, a brain tumor, that have very low survival rates and have not had much research done on them. And, and uh, what's great about St. Baldrick's is they have made a focus to research those diseases that have not gotten the funding they deserved all these years. So we're beginning to see some really um, positive results from that. And I will say this year there were several new therapies introduced for pediatric cancers, and um, that's a direct result of some of the work that St. Baldrick's Foundation does. Well, there's another component, too, to children with cancer, and that is for an adult, um, you're already grown. Your cells are at a certain Mm -hmm. level, uh, so if an adult gets cancer, it's not affecting their growth rate, mm-hmm. where when children get cancer, it actually can affect them for a lifetime. Right. It can affect them for a lifetime, um, and, and it, very often uh, those children experience long-term organ damage from the harshness of the chemotherapy drugs they receive. Yeah. Um, a lot of times they get some cognitive issues from you know, radiation, and they, they um, have some challenges in education. Uh, 
And, and it's interesting, a lot of folks are surprised to hear that pediatric cancer treatment is pretty harsh, but the good news about kids is they're fairly healthy. They don't have some they're of the chronic resilient. diseases yeah. that adults have. And, um, you know, they really hit them pretty hard. <laughs> so, um, but I wanted to share with you uh, this year a really exciting story okay. that, that is local and personal and um, just really makes all the work that we do for St. Baldrick's worth it. Uh, last year, uh, when we began putting together the event, uh, a family who had, whose son was in maintenance treatment stepped forward to help us, the Carries, Mike, Elizabeth, and their son, David. And um, David had completed his intensive uh, treatment for uh, a high-risk form of leukemia, and he was in what's called maintenance, which means he probably took oral medicine every day and had an infusion once a month. But to look at him, he looked like a healthy, happy kid. Yeah. In fact, this, this young man is the state champion and hill-climbing criterion for Virginia Cycling and is the best all-around 13- and 14-year-old. Wow. Uh, really dynamic young man. He actually also shaved his head last year um, in memory of a little friend he had met during treatment named Hunter, Hunter Noblet. And um, it was a very moving uh, moment. And that's, exa- that's actually who Crystal Harper had connected with in terms of uh, being involved in our event. So uh, David and his family were key to our success last year, and we were just so excited. Um, David, unfortunately, relapsed with leukemia this summer. And his form of leukemia was very aggressive, and he was, they were not able to get him into remission with the current drugs that were available. He fortunately became eligible for a clinical trial uh, offered at CHKD, um, and I can't even say this drug. It's called blintumanab. Okay. <laughs> it's one of those biologic drugs that yeah. has like receptors and all that. And it actually um, stabilized his leukemia. And then he was eligible for a second trial for an even newer drug um, called intuzinumab. Okay. I don't know who makes up these <laughs> names. but <laughs> um, Again, it's CHKD, which put him into remission. Wow. Now, um, before he was eligible for those two clinical trials, his most likely next step would have been a stem cell transplant, which has been really the only curative way that um, you could get a child with leukemia cured if they relapsed. Uh, because they couldn't get him into remission, they decided that that was maybe not the best way to go. Yeah. And David became eligible for what's called CAR-T cell therapy. And that was approved by the FDA last year for treatment in children. And it's where they take out your T cells, they re-engineer them, and tell them to kill your cancer. And they give them back to you. And David was the first commercial patient to receive CAR-T cell therapy at Duke from CHKD. And I'm happy to announce that he has no residual disease he is on his path to recovery, and it is all because of the research dollars that have found these new therapies for kids. That is remarkable. You know, and, and I, yeah, I get kind of emotional about it because I think, you know, here was this family that stepped up to help us. They had no knowledge they would ever benefit from what we were doing. And then it actually became the miracle to save his life. So, you know, if that's not a story that can motivate you to be involved, I don't know what is. (laughs) Um, Really? 
you know, so what's really exciting is there have been so many new therapies being investigated, and they're coming to market much faster than they used to. I remember um, a decade ago, stem cell therapy was on the horizon. Right. Yeah, I remember hearing about that and how excited everybody was. And then another five years went by before it was being used, widely used right. and integrated into treatment. Mm-hmm. And now this T-cell, uh, that's yeah, like something from another medical world. You know? Right. And, and what's really exciting about CAR-T is that the, the concept of it isn't limited to leukemia. They're, they've begun using it in brain tumor treatment um, in adults. Wow. Um, and it, it enables them to get to things that you can't get to with just medicine because it's at the cellular level. Yeah. So um, we are just excited for the Carey family. We're excited that, you know, we may have had a little bit of a hand uh, from Hampton Road Shave to Raise in, in David's recovery. And, um, you know, we're just excited to be able to do that for so many more kids. Yeah, that is a remarkable story, and all because of St. Baldrick's Shaved Arrays. That's right. And if you would like to make a contribution and be part of this uh, ongoing story, all you have to do is show up uh, March 2nd. Uh, That will be at the Weston Town Center in Virginia Beach, and uh, the event goes from 9 a.m. to noon. 9 a.m. to noon. We try to keep it sort of short and sweet, and we really rock and roll during those Get three hours. Get a lot hours. of fun in in those three hours. Right, yeah. so that, you know, you still got time to, um, you know, enjoy your afternoon. We actually do an additional fundraiser with California Pizza Kitchen. Does a give back on anything they sell that day. Uh, oh, with yeah, a that's flyer right around the corner. <laughs> um, so, yep. you know, last year they raised over $500 for us, which oh. is folks shaving their heads and then going and get a pizza salad. <laughs> um, that's a great place for a pizza, too. It is. We it went is, there and with it's, my um, you know, my it's, it's just nice to kind of keep everybody together kind of in a social format afterwards. Yep. Um, it is a lot of fun. And, and you know, uh, again, the most important part of this is raising money. We're, we're, we love having fun. Uh, but, you know, even even if it's not something you can come do or you don't want to lose your hair, anybody can make a 5 or a $10 donation. And, Absolutely. You know, it doesn't need to be fancy. You can donate online. They have a very good, secure website to do it. You can pick somebody to donate to or you can donate to the event directly. Very cool. Um, the other thing you'll see if you got on the website are what are called our Honored Kids. And those are little uh, short stories about a lot of the kids who've been treated locally. So uh, we hope that makes it a little more personal and meaningful to folks to know that, you know, hey, this person endured this and, and had success or, or didn't survive. Um, just so that you know, you know, these are real people we're trying to support. It's yeah. not just an abstract concept out in the world. So. Yeah, these are children right here in our area right. that need your help. Mm-hmm. And you can help uh, March 2nd. Nine to or yeah, nine to noon nine to at noon. the Westin. Yeah, we we um I hadn't been to the California Pizza Kitchen before <laughs> until the kids invited my wife and I. It was neat. Yeah, there's some great stuff there. There's yeah. some very unusual uh, toppings and For pizzas, and uh, they have a great cauliflower crust pizza too. And they have a salad bar and all kinds of cool stuff yeah. going on there. That's a great place to go. Um. And, After you, know, you have your head shaved. Just such a great location. It's yeah. got a lot of energy. Um, a lot of the the uh, stores there also support our raffle. Um, you know, the Westin. What's great 
free parking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, so it's easy to get to, easy to park. You can stay and shop in the afternoon if you want. Uh, you can just make a whole day of it. Um, you know, we used to try to be closer to St. Patrick's Day, but yeah. we found, you know, that's there's a lot of competition. Yeah. Uh, a lot of different things going on. And if on. you're not serving green beer, you're just not going to get the kind you of know. turnout you would. <laughs> uh, so, so what we hope is we're just a little bit before St. Patrick's Day. You can start getting in the mood. You can buy your green swag from us. <laughs> Um, we usually get pretty good coverage from the local media. So, you know, if you're there, you could get on TV. Yeah. Uh, you could be in the newspaper. And certainly FM 99 and 106.9 are going to talk about you. So, Absolutely. Um, you know, if you want your five minutes of fame, <laughs> you know, come shave your head or, or raise money so people won't shave your head. <laughs> there you go. And there's the other. I think that's really cool for those that don't want to shave mm-hmm. their head. Yeah. Raise funds to not have to shave your head. Right. You can get family members to chip in on that. Of course, for some families, uh, <laughs> that, <laughs> that, might, back, that might backfire. Just tell them you're not going to do it no matter what. So please contribute. There you yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. So, and again, it, you know, if you just want to raise money independently, you can do that as well and just uh, donate it to the, the website. It's, uh, we'll take your money anyway you get it to us. I know Adam um, is really excited about emceeing yeah. uh, this event again and this year about. Uh, actually getting shaved again. He hasn't done that for a few years. Right. So he's he's definitely ready, though. His hair has grown out, and uh, he's good to go. Right. And it's, you know, there's a lot of the, we have shavies that come back year after year after year, and they start growing their hair, you know, well before Christmas. And so there are some really dramatic transformations, and that's fun as well. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of cool to watch. And if you would like to participate, uh, what was that web address again? HR? HR Goes Bald. Goes Bald. Dot com. Dot com. And the event itself is March 2nd uh, at the Weston Town Center, Virginia Beach. It goes from 9 a.m. to noon, and they have the raffle tickets. You can drop in and buy those. Right. Uh, if you, you can just write a check or make a contribution mm-hmm. uh, any way you like. Right. And just, you know, come and see what it's all about. I mean, if you're not sure this is something you'd want to be a part of, pop in and visit with us. It's open to the public and, um, you know, you'll see the level of energy that's going on and and you might get to meet some of the patients that are going to benefit from this research. And um, it's just a really good time. Well, we thank you so much for coming by and thank you for stopping in for this edition of Hampton Roads Focus.